Section 42 of the Kerner Commission Report. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Report of the National Advisory Commission on Civil Disorders, Kerner Commission Report. Chapter 13 The Administration of Justice Under Emergency Conditions, Part 3 Detention and Bail Setting court personnel for those arrested persons who are not considered safe risks for station house summons and release detention facilities must be provided until such time as they can be brought to court for arraignment by means of extra judges and court sessions arraignments and bail hearings should be arranged as quickly as is consistent with individualized attention to meet the extraordinary caseload encountered during riots judges from courts of record can be asked to volunteer for lower court arraignments and bail hearings emergency plans should provide for service by out-of-town judges judges from other courts and if necessary specially appointed judges sitting on a temporary basis a statewide prosecutor system another recommendation of the crime commission would also be valuable in providing a reserve force of additional prosecutors with experience in local and state law in the absence of this flexibility former prosecutors and private attorneys should be specially deputized and trained in advance for emergency service provision should be made for exchange of court personnel among communities in a metropolitan area or in a regional council authorities might also provide an emergency corps of court clerical personnel to move swiftly into riot-torn cities for immediate service detention facilities at the detention centers teams of defense lawyers social workers interviewers and medical personnel should be on hand to gather pertinent information about detainees to present to the judge at bail hearings defense counsel should be prepared to propose reasonable conditions for release of each prisoner which will guard against renewal of riot activity bail setting when the riot defendant comes before the court he should receive an individual determination of bail he should be represented by counsel and the judge should ascertain from counsel client and bail interviewer the relevant facts of his background age living arrangements employment and past record uniform bail amounts based on charges and riot conditions alone should be shunned as unfair with the constitutional imperatives of bail and pre-conviction release well in mind we are fully aware that some rioters if released will commit new acts of violence this is an aggravated extension of a problem which has engaged law enforcement officials and criminal law authorities for many years although the number of dangerous offenders to be processed even in a riot may not be sizable how to determine and detain them before trial poses a problem of great perplexity the commission realizes that in riot situations the temptation is strong to detain offenders by setting money bail in amounts beyond their reach in the past such high money bail has been indiscriminately set often resulting in the detention of everyone arrested during a riot without distinction as to the nature of the alleged crime or the likelihood of repeated offence 
the purposes of bail in our system of law have always been to prevent confinement before conviction and to ensure the appearance of the accused in court the purpose has not been to deter future crime yet some have difficulty adhering to a doctrine when it results in releasing a dangerous offender back into the riot area we point out that as to the dangerous offender there already exists a full range of permissible alternatives to outright release as a hedge against his re-entry into the riot these include release on conditions of third-party custody forbidding access to certain areas or at certain times part-time release with a requirement to spend nights in jail use of surety or peace bonds on a selective basis in cases where no precautions will suffice trial should be held as soon as possible so that a violator can be adjudicated innocent and released or found guilty and lawfully confined pending sentencing finally special procedures should be set up for expedited bail review by higher courts so that defendants rights will not be lost by default right to counsel the right to counsel is a right to effective counsel an emergency plan should provide that counsel be available at the station house to participate in the charging and screening operations to provide information for station house summons and release officers and to guard against allegations of brutality or fraudulent evidence all accused persons who are not released during post-arrest processing should be represented at the bail hearing whether or not local law provides this as a matter of right during any detention period defense counsel must be able to interview prisoners individually at the detention center privacy must be provided for these lawyer-client consultations the number of lawyers needed for this kind of individual representation is obviously great thus furnishing another argument for screening out early as many innocent persons and minor offenders as possible and releasing as many of the rest as can be relied upon to create no new disturbance and to return for trial local bar associations public defender offices legal aid agencies neighborhood legal services staffs rosters of court assigned counsel law schools and military establishments are sources of manpower they can be pre-trained in the procedures of an emergency plan and then called into volunteer service assigning one lawyer to a group of defendants should be discouraged if possible each defendant should have his own lawyer ready to follow his case to conclusion case quotas can be established ahead of time with teams of lawyers prepared to take over in relays law students can be used as investigators and case assistants legal defense strategy and sources of experienced advice for the volunteers should be planned ahead of time any community plan must make adequate provision for fair representation whenever the trials are held whether during the heat of the riot or at a later more deliberate time there must be no letdown of legal services when trials and arraignments are postponed until the riot runs its course the greatest need for counsel may come when the aura of emergency has dissipated volunteers then may be less willing to drop their daily obligations to represent riot defendants if this occurs assembly line techniques may be resorted to 
in an effort to complete all pending matters cheaply and quickly. In one city this letdown had unfortunate results. Up to two hundred post-riot arraignments were assigned to one lawyer each day. Courtroom regulars were given such group assignments in preference to the volunteers' more individualized representation. Trial and Sentencing Important policies are involved in deciding whether judicial emphasis during the riot should be placed on immediate trials of minor offenders, prompt trials of serious offenders, or arraignment and bail setting only. In the case of some serious offenders, prompt trials may be the only legal route to detention. A defendant, however, will often prefer later trial and sentencing in the post-riot period, when community tensions are eased, if he is not detained during the delay. Witnesses may also be more difficult to locate and bring to court while riot controls are in effect. Arresting officers cannot be easily spared from their duty stations. Unprejudiced juries will be difficult to impanel. Prosecutors may be more receptive at a later date to requests for dismissal, reduction of charges, or negotiated pleas. The most rational allocation of judicial manpower, as well as basic fairness, suggests that decisions at such vital stages as prosecution, plea negotiation, preliminary examination, and trials be postponed until the riot is over, in all but the most minor cases. At the same time, it is necessary to avoid congesting the jails and detention centers with masses of arrestees who might safely be released. Both can be accomplished only with a workable post-arrest screening process and pre-trial release of all except dangerous defendants. Trials of minor offenses involving detained defendants should be scheduled quickly so that pre-conviction confinement will not stretch jail time beyond authorized penalties. Arraignments and bail hearings for those not summoned and released at the station house should be held as soon as possible. Trials and preliminary examinations of released offenders can be postponed until the emergency ends, unless the defendants pose a present danger to the community. Sentencing is often best deferred until the heat of the riot has subsided, unless it involves only a routine fine which the defendant can afford. Riot defendants should be considered individually. They are less likely to be hardened, experienced criminals. A pre-sentence report should be prepared in all cases where a jail sentence or probation may result. The task of imposing penalties for many riot defendants, which will deter and rehabilitate, is a formidable one. A general policy should be adopted to give credit on jail sentences for pre-conviction detention time in riot cases. After the riot is over, a residue of difficult legal tasks will remain. Proceedings to litigate and compensate for injustices, false arrests, physical abuses, property damage, committed under the stress of the riot, actions to expunge arrest records acquired without probable cause, restitution policies to encourage looters to surrender goods. Fair, even compassionate attention to these problems will help reduce the legacy of post-riot bitterness in the community. Summary of Recommendations The Commission recommends 
that communities undertake as an urgent priority the reform of their lower criminal court systems to ensure fair and individual justice for all the nineteen sixty seven report of the president's commission on law enforcement and administration of justice provides the blueprint for such reform that communities formulate a plan for the administration of justice in riot emergencies under the leadership of the organized bar all segments of the community including minority groups should be involved in drawing up such a plan the plan should provide clear guidelines for police on when to arrest or use alternatives to arrest adequate provision must be made for extra judges prosecutors defense counsel court and police personnel to provide prompt processing and for well-equipped detention facilities details of the plan should be publicized so the community will know what to expect if an emergency occurs that existing laws be reviewed to ensure their adequacy for riot control and the charging of riot offenders and for authority to use temporary outside help in the judicial system that multiple-use processing forms such as those used by the department of justice for mass arrests be obtained centralized systems for recording arrests and locations of prisoners on a current basis should be devised as well as fast systems to check fingerprint identification and past records on-the-spot photographing of riot defendants may also be helpful that communities adopt station house summons and release procedures such as are used by the new york city police department in order that they be operational before an emergency arises all defendants who appear likely to return for trial and not to engage in renewed riot activity should be summoned and released that recognized community leaders be admitted to all processing and detention centers to avoid allegations of abuse or fraud and to reassure the community about the treatment of arrested persons that the bar in each community undertake mobilization of all available lawyers for assignment so as to ensure early individual legal representation to riot defendants through disposition and to provide assistance to prosecutors where needed legal defense strategies should be planned and volunteers trained in advance investigative help and experienced advice should be provided that communities and courts plan for a range of alternative conditions to release such as supervision by civic organizations or third-party custodians outside the riot area rather than rely on high money bail to keep defendants off the streets the courts should set bail on an individual basis and provide for defense counsel at bail hearings emergency procedures for fast bail review are needed that no mass indictments or arraignments be held and reasonable bail and sentences be imposed both during and after the riot sentences should be individually considered and pre-sentence reports required the emergency plan should provide for transfer of probation officers from other courts and jurisdictions to assist in the processing of arrestees end of section 42 Recording by Maria Casper.